Welcome to our podcast, Doing It Right. This podcast reveals authentic stories from successful leaders doing it right. It's about their journey to become a leader, their choices, motivations, and lessons. In essence, how they built successful personal brands. Your host is Valerie Sokolowski, author of eight leadership books and nationally known as an authority on executive presence and personal branding. Let's get started. Here's Valerie. Welcome to the show today, and it's going to be a very different show because I have a gentleman on the show today who's an author of a book called Dementia of the Mind, but Not of the Heart. Um, Gene Vesna is going to share with us his journey of taking his precious wife of 60 years through one of the most horrible diseases that is on the planet, dementia, Alzheimer's. And so it takes someone with strong faith, character, um, love, and that's what leadership is much about too, isn't it? And so I ask Gene to come on the show. Gene, welcome and thank you for being on this show because you have done everything right. Thank you. I, um, I'd like to just start by asking you to start at the beginning, mm-hmm. meaning Kay, your precious wife, when did you know that she had Alzheimer? What, what was that first part like? Okay. Uh, it's a good question. Uh, the first part really was accumulation of a number of different things, which was out of character in her in the way she acted. And uh, for example, uh, she started leaving things and couldn't find them. Now we all do that. I mean, I might leave my pennant in here, but I trace it back and I find it in a logical place. Mm-hmm. But to give you an example, she lost her purse twice. Uh, once she found it in the closet. Mm, not that bad. Second time. I tore up the house and finally went to get a drink. It was in the refrigerator. Now that's way out of. It turned out to be a blessing because she loved to drive and go to the, on her song. So when she, the next time she said, uh, "Honey, I'm going to go to the mall," and I said, "You can't." She said, "What do you mean I can't?" I said, "Remember you lost your purse? Oh yeah, and you had your driver's license in there. Yeah." Will you get me one, another one? I said, of course I will. Never came up again. That was the end of her driving. So it turns out that you know that was a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, we had reports from girls. She played. Uh, she loved to play bridge and was very good at. It. All of a sudden, she didn't know how many cards to give, mm-hmm. and um, she couldn't bid. Couldn't respond to bidding. I don't play bridge much, but I know that's good part of it. And they were sweet friends of hers, and so they would say, well, and they said, you know, we still want, I said, no, no, no. I'm not going to leave for an opposition or for you. So this is the last night I had a party at my house. And so she never played again. Um, we went out uh, for dinner several times. She'd go to the bathroom. She'd go to the men's room. 
closest one. So these are all signs that says something's going wrong. Jean, did she know? Did she talk about it? Did she realize she had Mm-mm. changed nope. her behavior? No, even though her mother had Alzheimer's, so she she didn't, but she didn't recognize that. Um, and I didn't initially. I would say, "Honey, what are you doing?" And she said, "Well, oh, well, it was the closest one." I said, "Yeah, mm. okay." Yeah. All of a sudden, she can't read, and. Um, she started being irritable, which she never was. I I brought her to a uh, party we were invited to, which was a lady who loved Kay. She was much younger, but she included Kay in everything she did. Mm-hmm. And so they had a multi multiple wedding in a beautiful facility, a country club, multiple birthdays in the family. Mm-hmm. We weren't there 20 minutes, and she said, I want to go home. Well, that was usually my role. Mm. You know, she'd want to stay, and I'd say, honey, come on, I don't stay here any longer. Mm-hmm. But she wanted to go home. Mm-hmm. That was the end of it. And so if you had told me that, mm. but those were some of the signs, mm-hmm. just out of character. And then the final one was when she uh, threw a left hook and a right cross at me. Oh, She had never, ever done that. And she made Muhammad Ali very proud. Oh my she hit me. She didn't knock teeth out. And so, um, you know, all of these coming together then led to we need to go to a to memory care facility. Yeah. When you began realizing this was something was very out of character, how yeah. did you know where to go to find out what was wrong? Well, Emory University is. Uh, well known throughout the country it has some of the best neurologists and so here again i got very lucky i went to uh i always wanted to learn more about the disease and so i went to a talk and i had called emory and they said we can get you an appointment in eight months and i said i don't need one in eight months yeah they said work so this lady was there susan henderson never forget her and she said she was talking and she someone asked her about what she did and she said i work over it with a neurologist at Emory. I said, wow. I said, Susan, I've got to talk to you, dear. She got me an appointment in two weeks. And so I just talked to her on the phone recently. Obviously, I sent her a book. And um, so I knew where to go. It's fine, and I knew who the top neurologists were. Mm-hmm. So it was. It, this is not something to go to the family doctor with. No. He or she is great. I have one of the best in, in the city. but. She, she would not be able to do that. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't want to do it. You know, it's not her specialty. Mm-hmm. So that's how we, we found uh, uh, Dr. Law. Mm-hmm. And so you realized what the diagnosis was. Yes. Did they help you through what to experience? Did you have any guidance? Yeah, to, to a degree. Um, I was surprised because uh, one... When they did the second MRI, and, and um, he just looked Kay in the face, and he said, Kay, you have Alzheimer's. Oh, no, I, really? I thought, Gosh, I never realized you could handle it that way. She never said a word. Did not say a word. And then we would bring her in for um, exercises. They would do like um, this lady would, assistant would, she'd say, well, Jean, you just sit there. 
Okay. And we just walk with Kay and want to watch her gait, mm-hmm. see if her gait was okay. Mm-hmm. And then she'd walk back and she'd say, okay, put your hand on top of my hands and, and flip them over. And then the one that was, she always said something funny. She said, uh, she was showing her and she said, do this. Kay just looked at her and she did that four or five times. She says, Kay, do this. Kay reached across and touched her nose. (laughs) She said, I have never had that happen before. And I said, well, you ain't never seen anybody like this before. So that taught me some things. You know, you've got to be very, very specific. You can't Mm -hmm. just say, hand the glass to me, hand that black glass to me, Mm -hmm. to my right hand. And and so... um, that was the kind of thing as they did over there. Um, we went back about every, and my daughter went with me in every one of these appointments, <coughs> which was a blessing. Mm-hmm. And so we went there maybe um, five or six times, and then you're at the point where there's nothing they can do. Mm-hmm. So when you got to there's nothing we can do. Well, excuse me, they gave medications. There's oh. three on the market. None of them worked. None of them worked? For her, made her throw up. Oh, dear. It doesn't mean with everybody, but mm-hmm. even if they work, it's for a short period of time. It doesn't cure anything. It doesn't reverse it. It just keeps them at that level I see. before they go down more. But with her, she always had a sensitive stomach. So now you're at home. At home. And you are, and that's why this. <laughs> there's so much in this book, but you are the caregiver. At the bottom it says yes. a caregiver's journey. Yes. And you are that caregiver. Yes, ma'am. Gene, what was that like? Well, it was, um, I went and hired, um, we had something almost every day. There was a um, um, a club uh, that was $15. I would bring her to you on Monday, make her lunch, and they would entertain her. They would do exercises, et cetera. And I had five hours to go shop because I could never take her with me anymore. And um, so then on Tuesday, I had um, uh, Joyce Lynn come. <laughs> I can remember them all. And uh, she pretty much was very artistic. So she'd take her in the backyard and drawing and all that. And then Wednesday was uh, her son wrote a great piece in the book, um, Peggy. And she would take her to Chick-fil-A, or she'd take her to her sister, who had taught Kay to play golf. So she was familiar with both those people, but not a professional caregiver. Mm-hmm. And she was fantastic. And one of the funniest things, she came, she didn't know me, she knew my daughter. The third time, and Kay slept a lot then. That was another indicator. A lot of sleeping. Okay. And so I said, let's go get Miss Kay up. And so we went in there, and she sat up, and she said, oh, I said, you remember Peggy? She said, yeah, Peggy, you come lay down with me. And then she said, oh, Gene, you do too. And Peggy says to me, I'm not into that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, I mean, there was just, she, she, she did, never wanted to be a comedian, but she just sometimes just said things. Oh. So, and then on Friday, I had a lady, uh, one thing that happens with Alzheimer's, many of them, all of a sudden, she used to take a bath every morning. In a shower every night. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, water was her enemy. Really? She, oh, she would not. She would, I mean, she could fight. And so uh, I got this one lady from Africa, and I said, all I want you to do is to give my wife a bath. Mm-hmm. 
You come over at 5 o'clock, have dinner with me. I don't want you going home by yourself. And I said, oh, boy, she can do this. So I left the room, and she said, um, I said, oh, just one thing. She's a very strong Christian, and so she, she loves the Lord. She said, oh, okay. I know as soon as I shut the door and I hear the water running, and I peek in and Kay's climbing in the tub, and she'd always say, I love you to, <laughs> to, uh, to the lady. And I said, what did you do? She said, I told her the Lord likes clean people. Really? I said, that's pretty clever. So the next time I said, boy, it worked again. She said, oh, no, no, she's too smart. I do something else. The Lord, like clean people, the only works one time. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so she, I had that kind of help. Uh -huh. And so that was terrific. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, it got where uh, that was not, um, I mean, she, she couldn't go to my, the oldest granddaughter's graduation mm -hmm. from college. And here's somebody who she had taken to Italy with her. So she knew her very well. Mm -hmm. But that's how quick it went. Mm -hmm. And so I got someone to come and, uh, and stay with, uh, with her. And uh, it was my son, in fact. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and uh, so that was the story of leading up to now it's time, which I say in the book. When is the time to go to out of the house to a care facility? And all of those things leading up were telling me, Gene, this is getting dangerous. The lights were on, every light in the room, every room in the house. So she got out of bed. Uh, I didn't want her tripping or falling. The mm -hmm. bathroom especially looked like Christmas. And that was the decision I made was, this thing going to work. How long, Gene, um, was that from the time you started caring for her until you were... Yes. About uh, two or three years. Two or three years. Two is, or three years. Mm -hmm. Is that, is that a, a normal time? Is there any such thing as, again, did they tell you, well, you can expect this to last this long? No. Uh, or anything like that? No. No, because um, <clears throat> in her case, I didn't realize how fast it had gone initially. I see. Someone else, it might be a little longer. Mm -hmm. But I knew her well enough to know this isn't going to work. Mm -hmm. You know, here's a very uh, vibrant, uh, active person. She walked two miles twice a week. Mm -hmm. um, all of a sudden, she falls down. See, it, it, we thought it was a heart. It wasn't nothing to do with the heart. The, the brain is now not talking to the legs anymore. Mm -hmm. And it was not long after that she was in a wheelchair. So not at home, but... We went in there, so I wanted to do these things right for her. I wanted Doing her it to, right. Yeah, try to. Um, so, no, it doesn't, I don't think there's any. They'll tell you that Alzheimer patient will live anywhere from 8 to 20 years. Really? Yeah. Now, I just got a note today. I still keep in contact with my buddies there, and uh, this lady had been there for 15 years, 97 years old. It's hard to imagine. And when it got to that point, Gene. Yeah. How did you how did you make that decision where to go? Well, take her. Uh, we my daughter and I went to 13 different places. Okay. We made a mistake and turned out okay, but I thought see initially maybe she'll do all right in um uh, uh 
uh, what do you call it, extended living. Yes, extended living. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, so we tried it. Yeah. Just too far away. Mm-hmm. She couldn't get up by herself and dress herself and go down for breakfast and all that. So we put her in there, um, and then we tried uh, respite care with several places where I'd go in and I said, "We just I wanted to see how she would like it here." Mm-hmm. And so they'll charge you by the day, and uh, we did that in two different places. And then it was obvious to me from the experience with the other place where when mm-hmm. I put her in there. Uh, for four days, she called me on the phone, cell phone. And I'm not exaggerating, every 15 minutes. Mm. And I mean, she just cussed me out. And I thought, gosh, this is not her. She wouldn't even know how to cuss. And so um, I called the place and said, what was happening? They said, well, just take her phone away. I said, no, 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 don't take her phone away. She's too sweet. You go to her and tell her that she has a nice cell phone. Let let you look at it and then say, oh, my gosh, you don't have any battery power. It won't work. She'll give it to you. It won't say a word. And I did that. So then when I picked her up to show you how this disease just, I'm concerned now because she's going to just blast me, right? I go to pick her up, and they're playing the Tennessee Waltz. She's from Tennessee. And I see her sitting, and I'm thinking, oh, boy. So I said, hey, hon. She says, shh. Sit down. This is good. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) But that place wasn't the place because they didn't have memory care. So we went to 10 others and settled on one. And we, uh, my daughter's a nurse, so that was very helpful. Mm -hmm. And so she could ask things that I wouldn't think about. And then we checked the room out, you know, told what we wanted, find out what it cost because it comes. And I wanted somewhere... Close enough, I could go there every day. And you did. And I did. How and, often? And I found that place. So um, we did that. That's how we did it. We just did a thorough search of it. Nobody can do that for you. No. I, I mean, you know, you can call somebody and say, well, come over and we'll show you the right place and say, no, no. Yeah, it's just a small example. When I went in there, uh, we you have to bring everything, and that's in the book. You have to bring chair, furniture, whatever you want her to have washcloth wash towels and when i went in there they were going to get in we had just picked a room out and the guy was starting to paint it beige i said what are you doing he said all the rooms are beige i said not this one he said what do you mean that's all we have i said where's home depot he said well there's one just down the road and i knew there was so i got blue paint and he said we've never done this i said stay with me you got a brush, you got a roller, right? Does it make any difference with colors on? He laughed. He said, no. Mm-hmm. We had more people when they would bring new people in. It was the only blue room. They would bring them to her room because they thought that was the prettiest room in the building. Yeah. And uh, I had all the caretakers would come up to me, and when they would take a break, you know, at night, mm-hmm. and they would say, Mr. Gene, would you mind if we took our break and... In your wife's room? I in said, the blue room. Yeah, and that's what they called it. And I said, no, well, see, I'm thinking, wow, I've got 24-hour surveillance. So, yeah, you can come in here anytime you want. Isn't that interesting? Our caretaker. So it worked out, it worked out well. And um, she was there for just about five years. 
and then um, she just kept going down and down and down. Mm -hmm. And um, but that's how you find a a care facility, and you come at different times. I, I noticed one day when I was in there, when we were looking, it had four o'clock special activities. So I said, "Hmm, I'll be here at three forty-five. Do they really have special activities?" And so, checking and that them day out. They did. Uh -huh. Yeah, because some other places. It, it's nice to show, mm -hmm. but it won't happen. Gene, you, um, thank you for that example all the way through, oh. because I think, for me, I'll speak for myself, I don't know what happens, and I have a very special friend who is going through the stages yeah. right now. You uh, are kind enough in the book on page 94 it says checklist for moving your loved one yes. to a facility. And then tell us about the poems huh? and finding one. They who, just were from the heart. I just I wrote a lot. Wrote one for her on our wedding night. Um, I wrote one almost every time she turned like sixty or fifty or something like that. And uh, so there was no special like I'm going to do one every X. But I just. Uh, she's my girl. Can I read just one sure. of them? I just sure. I just opened it up, sure. so I haven't even read it yet, yeah. but we'll see. On page 62, it says, If I could only tell you this is what I'd say, trust God to help you in every single way. Let him give you strength in everything we do, and let us often say, I'll always love you. Mm -hmm. How many poems have you written, do you think? Do you know? No, some are not in the book, but uh, maybe 20, 25 poems, something like that. I you may say. have a new career. I know. Speaking of career, yeah. you were in pharmaceutical sales yes, for a long time. 37 years. And you retired from that. Mm -hmm. And then... In the book, there's a great story about Chick-fil-A <laughs> yeah. and how they helped you through yeah. this. Tell us that. Okay. The, well, the, the whole basis of it is that when this happened, I became a very dull, uh, lonesome person. <laughs> dull, and I all doubt. All my thinking was on her. Yeah. That's not healthy. And so uh, one day they were building a new Chick-fil-A. We used to go to one, and they were building a new one by the house. Mm -hmm. And so just out of old time's sake. I went in there, mm -hmm. and um, the timing, you know, the, the owner still says, Gene, that was no accident. God sent you here. And uh, we still laugh about that. And I said, I think you're right, Grant. And we would... Uh, why, did, why did he say that? Well, because later on, as it developed, his father now has dementia. Mm. At that time, I remember him showing me a picture mm -hmm. saying, you know, mm. you remind me of my dad. And he was healthy. Um, he, um, they did a newspaper article on us. I got a call out of the blue from a lady who was a reporter and said, would you be willing to interview over at Chick-fil-A? And I said, where are you coming from? She said, well, I've heard a lot about you. So I mean, all of that stuff was Chick-fil-A. But the biggest thing was I had 
another sense to do something. Mm -hmm. I could be feeding people, and mm -hmm. they're feeding my heart, yeah. and they're feeding my soul, mm -hmm. and my spirit, most importantly. Mm -hmm. And since we lived in that community for so many years, I saw so many people that I hadn't seen. And they said, Jane, you're working at, you know. You started working at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I was working initially in the... Um, dining room where I kept it clean, wiped uh -huh. the tables off, you know, I'd come and see you and say, you know, you need a refresher on your drink, and and I kept the bathrooms clean and all that, and uh, so I had a great time, and I said to, to Grant then, here's the one caviar, if this doesn't work, then I don't come. I see my wife three times a day, that's the only thing I want to do. Mm-hmm. If the work is scheduled, and it's usually, he says, don't worry about it. We will work around your schedule. To this day, he has. Now I do almost uh, deliveries, and his um, director mm -hmm. of stewardship there, uh, Lisa Curry, she did 80% of the typing of that book. Is that right? So Chick-fil-A just, you know, surrounded that's a, me. Yeah. That's a heart. So going back... Um, the piece that is in the book that's so interesting when you said he said, Grant yeah. said this is no accident. Right. He was a new manager or owner, and you had not walked in there before, and no. he hadn't come in early before? No. No. And there you were, the two of you, and there started talking. the two talking. of us were, and, you know, I remember he, someone behind me said, how's your meal? And I just didn't look, and I said, I've had more of these than you have. <laughs> I've had more than these yeah, than you. Yeah, I looked have. around and there was him, and he just started laughing. He said, "Can I sit with you?" And I said, "Yeah." And so that's what it started it. And I went to work uh, not too long after that. In fact, I worked with him and his two children and his wife at a park where they had set up for uh, different vendors. Mm. And now the oldest child is starting college. <laughs> so I think that, you know, other than the the beautiful thing about being able to know there's something that you could be doing, yes. you found something you're still doing. And right. isn't that a good point to say, maybe, that you have to find an outlet? Is that what you're really saying? Absolutely. You have to find it an outlet. It doesn't matter whether it's to volunteer at the church, mm -hmm. if it's to work at the YMCA, if it's something that gets your mind off of your sure. your loved one, whoever that is, doesn't mean you're forgetting them, but you can't no. do that 24 hours a day. It's not healthy. No. And uh, so you're absolutely right. One other question I think is, is precious about, you said, there were some precious moments through this. Ah, yeah. Even funny moments. Yeah, yeah. Could you share a couple? Sure. Um, Some are not, this is not so funny, but it just, oh, the kind of lady she was. I went to uh, get a haircut. And see, at this point, she's agitated a lot. She doesn't mm. like sitting. She, I was the impatient one. But we sat down, and I was about two or three people away from getting my haircut. Incidentally, this lady, later on, I hired her to come to the facility to cut case hair. Oh, for heaven's sake. Because sakes. that was one of the things she had said. If I ever get sick, don't, you know. I want my hair cut. So I did that. So at, at this point, he was still at home. And uh, 
So she said, I want to go. I said, honey, I'm getting a haircut. You got about two more people to go. And she said, oh. Okay, I'll stay. And I said, no, that's really sweet. And she said, you know what? That's what we're supposed to do for each other. Oh, my goodness. That is a precious moment. Yeah. But many of them occurred at the facility. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I emphasize in the book, don't miss that chance. You don't want oh. someone else telling you this is what happened today. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was precious. And uh, I used to bring her um, milkshakes mm-hmm. from Chick-fil-A. And uh, I made banana bread that she taught me to make. And I didn't want someone else giving that to her because I would ask her, okay, honey, how's the banana bread? She'd say, mmm, delicious. <laughs> you know, it wasn't nearly anything the way she made it. No. But I didn't want someone to say, oh, you should have seen Kay like your banana bread. Oh, no, I didn't want that. And um, we sat and held hands after, after the meal uh, downstairs in the great room. They had a great room down there. And um, those were all very, very precious to me. They lifted my spirits. Yeah, so many lifted memories. my spirits, yeah. And there's many more of those that are uh, highlighted in the book in the Precious Moments section. Um, but the whole point of it is you're only going to get one chance. And each month, there's going to be less time. Mm, that's true. You know, we, we, we had music there. And um, that's very, very important. Music is very soothing to Alzheimer's patient. It's one of the last things to go. And she played the accordion when she was young, so it was, you know. Uh-huh. But when we were, uh, when she was okay, we entered the um, Georgia Senior Olympics, and oh. we won the first place in the fast dance contest. So, really? Yeah, it was fun. So here we are sitting, and this little band that came in plays the song in the mood mm-hmm. and so I thought wow that's great and here she can hardly talk she's in a wheelchair she puts her hand on my lap and she said I'm so sorry and what she meant was I know we would be dancing and oh. you would love to I can't mm-hmm. so I got up and danced with her with a wheelchair went all over the yes. yeah, right. like a nut like in that. So that was an, another case of, of special moments. Um, uh, the um, director there, Bridget, uh, of the memory care, mm-hmm. was very, very sweet, did a very nice job. And uh, I took her uh, to a special breakfast one morning. We came back, and it's in there her observations uh, was very, very special for me. Um, uh, about how we looked at each other and all that kind of stuff, you know. Things that a woman would know that a man wouldn't even pay attention to. Um, so there was numerous ones like that. And those are Most of them so from, from her. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there were some from other people, but um, mostly from her, yeah. And we live with our memories. Jean, what a special time together, and... Um, People have, I know you have this other book that are letters that yes. people have read the book and sent him letters. Um, so it's, it's just a precious book. And Thank if, you. if people want to get this book, um, 
Could you share with us? I think it's on the screen. Oh, there it is. Okay. www.perimeter.org forward slash bookstore. And so this is not... Go ahead. Mm-hmm. It's a bookstore in a church in where? Alabama? Yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta? Atlanta. Yes, ma'am. So it's not on Amazon. It's not in the bookstores. No. no That's where no, you can it's, get it's it. It's from me and um, that bookstore. They they put it in. I think I told you they mm-hmm. usually don't, but they all read it and they loved it. And, so they and called it's selling. And said, we, we want uh, 10 of those. So. I want to use them as a well, source. And and Jean, there I don't know of any other book that's that's like this. And so it's it's a journey. It's your story. It's precious. It's um, it's a love story of sixty years. Uh, and the thing about this kind of a book, I think, is that. It's it's your story. It's it's from yeah. the heart, and that's why it's called dementia of the mind, but not of the heart. Right. So, sir, thank you. God bless you. Thank oh. you for sharing such wonderful stories, and uh, thank you all for listening. I know there are many of you out there who have loved ones or friends, as I do, going through this, and to have something like this that we can look at and say, you know. Just take the time and read a very sweet, kind book that gives a lot of good insights, good information, and also some things to do and how to be from the heart. And isn't that what life is about? So thank you very much, Gene. You're very kind. I hope that you'll continue to watch the podcast. I will. I and guarantee you better. You that. Yeah. <laughs> so until next time, thanks so much. Stay authentic, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. To receive Valerie's voice, free monthly leadership tips, and to learn more about her leadership programs and coaching, visit her website, ValerieAndCompany.com. Next week, we'll be here again to inspire, engage, and equip you with teachable points of view from successful leaders who have been doing it right. Until then, lead authentically.